Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada, and welcome to the show. It is 11.20 p.m. here, Monday, January the 3rd, and new restrictions for Ontario, Canada was announced today and coming into effect this Wednesday. Thank you for joining me. Now, I guess, you know, this was going to be happening with these new restrictions being put into place. Now, these restrictions are like the stage two or phase two, um, that we haven't seen in months. Now, I'm not surprised to see these restrictions. Considering, you know, the case counts that we have, we can call them an estimated amount of cases that we have because we can't do enough testing. We can't keep up with the testing. We're logging in nearly 7,000, 17,000 cases a day, and it's probably more like 25,000 to 30,000 cases because we can't test everybody. The only people that are going to be able to get a PCR test for COVID is people that work in the healthcare system. And that's retirement homes, that's nursing homes, that's the hospitals, caregivers, essential caregivers are the only ones on the list that can get a PCR test. So the government tells you that if you have any symptoms such as a fever, stuffy nose, runny nose, a cough, assume you have COVID. Because just the, the, the places that I mentioned are the only people that are going to be eligible for a PCR test. If you have the rapid test kit, kit, use the rapid test kit. It's going to tell you whether you have COVID or not. Now, these new measures being put in place, like I said, we have not seen in months on end. And people were expecting it. Parents were expecting it. You know, because originally the government said, well, school's not going to return until the 5th of January. Most of the provinces and territories here in Canada had pulled the brakes on on school openings 
in Ontario was the last one to do it today. Now, the school closures, the in-person learning is until at least January the 17th now. And that can change as it always has throughout this pandemic. Where they have closed the schools indefinitely. See, we don't know where we at with our, with our numbers. We really don't. If we have 17,000 cases a day, double that. Because like I said, we can't do the testing. We can't even keep up with it. We have a ban on indoor dining. Gyms, movie theaters are closed. Capacity limits put in place for retail as COVID cases soar in this province of Ontario. And the new restrictions, which include slashing gathering limits to five people indoors and 10 people outdoors come into place on January the 5th and will be in place for 21 days. And the immediate goal of these measures will to will be to blunt the latest wave so we can ease the pressure on our hospitals. There's something like over 1,200 people in hospital. And on January the 5th, the government said hospitals will be instructed to pause on all non-emergent and non-urgent surgeries and procedures to protect hospital capacity. You know, over the decades, you know, whether it's the liberal government, whether it was the conservative government or the NDP, health ministers from these governments did all the hacking and slashing of our healthcare system. Our Ontario OHIP, meaning the Ontario Hospital Insurance Program, all the hacking and slashing they've done over the decades. It's no wonder that we don't have the availability of beds in our hospitals. It's no wonder over the decades that people who work in the healthcare seek employment in the United States. And when a crisis comes knocking on the door, we find ourselves in a real predicament. which was all unnecessary with all the hacking and slashing that these health ministers have done over the decades. You know, people from around the world 
look at Canada and they say, well, you guys have a really good, you guys have a really good healthcare system and everything. Oh, your healthcare is free and all this stuff. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that's bullshit. Nothing for one is free in life. We as Canadians, we pay into our health care. Unlike the United States is all privatized. You have to pay for your health insurance in the United States. Well, we do in, in, in that aspect, we do pay for our health care in this country here in Canada from our tax dollars. So we expect our government to do the right thing with our money. We expect our government to make sure that we have world-class healthcare in this country, when in fact we don't. So when a crisis like this comes along, well, it puts a real strain on the healthcare system. And more so now because, you know, we have a shortage of healthcare professionals because them too are coming down with COVID. The government sat back, in my opinion, they sat back and watched these cases increase. And wait till it hits a critical point. And then, in my opinion, start making rational decisions. Or not rational, whatever you want to call it. They just say, oh, this is all out of of control now. Now we have to do something. So, you know, with these restrictions, you know, when it comes to personal care services, must reduce to 50% capacity indoor. Concert venues, theaters, cinemas must also close. Capacities will be limited to 50% at indoor weddings and funerals. And while schools will be closed for in-person learning, buildings will be allowed to remain open for childcare operations for people that have to go to work, I guess, probably more so for the healthcare professionals who have to put their kids in daycare so they can go to work. See, during this period of remote learning, free emergency childcare will be, will be provided for school-aged children of healthcare and other eligible frontline workers. So the rest of us gonna have to make do. Will the children stay home for the next couple weeks to do online learning? Now, apparently, 
you know, over 500 doctors before this announcement was made, sent a letter off to the Ontario government asking them, pleading with them to keep the schools open for the mental health of the children. See, before the school break, there were several schools here in Ontario, Canada, closed because of outbreaks. And, you know, this, these restrictions also include businesses and organizations are required to ensure that employees work remotely unless the nature of their work requires them to be on site. None of these other places really matter right now. Museums, galleries, zoos, science centers must close. Now, the government, you know, is going to help these businesses. For the restaurants that have to close their indoor dining, they're going to get a 100% rebate on their property taxes and energy. Places that remain open at 50% capacity will get half of that benefit. Now, our government says, the premier says here, he said, while he understands people will be angered and confused by the new restrictions, the result of inaction will be catastrophic. And he's probably right. If the government takes no action and just let us do what we're doing, it could be catastrophic. The evidence tells us that about 1% of people who get Omicron will end up in the hospital. 1% of hundreds of thousands is too many new patients. And currently, there are over 1,232 people hospitalized with COVID. 240 patients are are in the intensive care unit. Now, our top doctor of Ontario is saying that the number of people hospitalized will likely ascend very rapidly over the coming weeks, but will peak by the end of January and descend in February. Nonetheless, whether it does, whether it doesn't, you know, here we are. And these latest round of restrictions will buy time for Ontario to increase third doses and hopefully see the arrival of the antiviral pills to treat COVID-19. 
Well, we'll have to see about that. Hey, how you doing? Now, these whole line of restrictions, I mean, it really, you know, um, is quite a bit. Um, these restrictions are modified back to step uh, to step two. Now, when it comes to, like I say, when it comes to gathering, hello and happy new year to you. Good morning, good evening, you know, whatever time it is for you. It's 11.38 p.m. here in Ontario, Canada. So when it comes to the gathering limits, social gathering limits, like I said, will be reduced to five people indoors and 10 people outdoors. Capacity limits will uh, at organization public events to five people indoors. The businesses and organizations will need to ensure employees work remotely unless the nature of their work requires them to be on the site, like I said. Now, when it comes to the reduced capacity limits, the capacity at indoor weddings, funerals, religious services, writs, and ceremonies will be limited to 50%. Outdoor services are limited to a number of people that can maintain two meters of physical distance. Social gatherings associated with the services must adhere to the social gathering limits. Retail settings, including shopping malls, will be permitted at 50% capacity for shopping malls. Physical distancing will be required in lineups and food courts will be required to close. Now, all the restaurants So the indoor dining at restaurants, bars, and other food or drink establishments will no longer be permitted. Now, the, I don't even know why they even put this in here. You know, outdoor dining with restrictions. I mean, no one's on the patio. It's winter time here. Really, any any spectator, indoor events, whatever, outdoor events, spectator, outdoor events, like the horse racing tracks, the, you know, and other venues will close. School closures, this is really the big thing here. All the publicly funded and private schools will move to remote learning starting on January the 5th until at least the 17th. Now with these places like our restaurants and bars and movie theaters, it's gonna put a lot of people 
out of work. You know, before, you know, before the Christmas break, you know, in, in um, early December, you know, the government opened up the capacity limits to 100%. And here we are, you know, at the end of the month, beginning of the new year, we see ourselves taking 10 steps back. Even all the hard work that we have done is just being washed away. being wiped out you know they're talking about you know with the school the uh, school closures that it gives the um the teachers um more time to um get their third doses maybe some of them are still working on their second dose and at this point in time there's no more excuses We have the ability, we have the capacity so that everybody can be vaccinated from the ages five and up. There's no more hemming and hawing about it. There's no more thinking about it. That time has come and gone. And like I said, it's gotten so bad here is that we can't even keep up with the PCR tests. It's running out of control. Now, We've done this from time to time. We've done this throughout the entire pandemic. The only thing different here is that we didn't, we didn't close all of the non-essential businesses. Hi, Shaka. Good evening. Hi, how are you doing tonight? I'm pretty well, but uh, I'm struggling with my illness. Like, uh, somewhat, uh, I, have, I have a cold and a runny nose. Just I thought that it's uh, Omicron or COVID. I thought I tested rapid test. It shows me negative. Then I feel, I feel was very happy that it's a, it's a year out. Totally the cold weather. It's a winter season here. That's why the temperature couldn't match to my body. It suffered me. Well, I mean, a lot of the symptoms of the Omicron are like the common cold. <laughs> Flu symptoms. Yes. yes. Right? 
if you have if you have three of the symptoms, mm. you know, potentially, you could have uh, you could have COVID. I, uh, I I suffered that uh, there is a scratchy. Uh, my throat was scratching. Uh, I realized that it is Omicron or something. I thought its rapid test is real or fake, trucker. Well, it's I don't know. I mean, do you do you have access to a rapid test? Oh, just we are uh, totally Indian peoples are going with rapid test. Uh, why? Because a PCR test it will take a time to take uh, to show the result. It's I think how many days uh, will take uh, with PCR test? The PCR I mean, test takes longer. It takes up to three to it takes up to three to four days to get the results. The rapid test will will give you. Uh, in 15 minutes, it'll tell yes. you whether you have COVID yes. or not. Yes, our government is providing each and every rapid test they are sending to their homes. Yes, Good. if any persons are infected or uh, why because uh, Indian people are so much of uh, uh, they're feeling uh, frightened why because Omicron is uh, like uh, the cases are increasing day by day. In my state today, uh, 25 cases are have been tested positive today. In the morning news, I saw that. Mm -hmm. where, where are you calling from? I'm from India. You're from India. What's your What's uh, your India. daily What's your daily case count right now? Oh, it daily it's been uh, totally locked on uh, uh, from uh, uh, from Christmas to till now. Uh, the Delhi has been totally in curfew and lockdown. And in India, five or four more states have been putting the lockdown, but because the cases are increasing day by day. Uh, we are planning um, in my state. Also, the government is planning that uh, people should not go outside if there are any cases. If there are any particular, uh, if you want to travel some places or emergencies, on that time we have to move. Uh, none of the other you should not should not be go outside. The government is predicting to others. Yes, uh, the government is our government also saying that we should be. Uh, the government is planning us that uh, we should be keep the lockdown. The people saying that we don't want lockdown, but because so many people are unemployed, uh, they are suffering with uh, no no jobs, daily labors are there. Uh, what about their life? That the people are saying that the government is not as uh, not giving any money from their side. There the people thought uh, we should not do lockdown here. My in my states, the public opinion. So the so your government is not um, giving you any aid. Yes, uh, we are. The government is not uh, supporting or uh, helping anything. Yeah, the government is vast. Not Indian government. It's my local government. Local okay. politics. Yeah. Well, you see, ladies and gentlemen, you know when when you hear um, uh, this sort of thing, you know, from this this gentleman here who is from <laughs> India. And, you know, the government really not helping out much, you know, you consider, you, you, I mean, you got to consider how lucky you are where, where, where your place in this world is, you know, even like the United States government. I mean, what they do? Give you a couple checks, you know, thinking that's just going to get you by, you know, here in Canada, the government from day one and still continuing today. Not just helping the citizens financially, but businesses. 
The government, the government is the ones that impose these restrictions, not the people. Yes, of course. So then it, right? Yes. So then it's up to the government to help their citizens. See, see, Tucker, Indian government, uh, Indian politicians are very ridiculous and uh, they are very dangerous people. Why? Because they want to enjoy their lives. They are not caring about the people's. Indian government is worse. Why? Because they change their lifestyles. They want to enjoy. They want to go somewhere places. They want their, their, they should keep their families luxury. But coming to people, they should be poor. They don't want to develop in high sec. High lifestyles. Our government is treating like that. I think uh, I should not be say like that, but our government is totally worse. So we have uh, Bobby on here. Bobby, he's from England, and the time is uh, 4.50 a.m. in the morning. Thank you for you know, staying up, uh, uh, Bobby. So being at, you know, 4.50 a.m. In, uh, in London, in, 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 uh, trucker, in you are the you, you are the trucker, right? You are a means. Uh, do you have a truck? I work for a company. I'm a company driver. Oh, you are you for work work for a company. Just uh, you travel throughout the cities and states. Have you feel any time tired or sick while you're traveling? Means it you go for a long journey, right? I don't do that anymore. I do local, and I'm home every day. Oh. <laughs> Okay, it's I, nice. done, I, I did long haul, a long haul trucking for 20 years. Yes, I don't do that anymore. So, how many, how many, dose, how many shots do you have taken on vaccination in uh, your Canada? Two shots, uh, double three. shots is completed. Three, three, three. three. Uh -huh. But in India, it's completed two shots. Yeah, no, we are. We are on. We are on to the booster. Oh, booster! Oh, yes. I don't know that. What is the booster uh, trucker? Means it gives the immunity to power. Just it helps. You know, it doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change the percentage of what of what uh, it is. You know, if Pfizer is is ninety five percent, well, it's ninety five percent. It doesn't uh -huh. change it, right? It's just to help to 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 boost the immune system, right? Uh -huh. So that's it. That's all. That's all it does. You know, you, it's not going to stop you from get. It's not going to stop you from getting COVID. Yes, yes, of course. It prevent from COVID, right? What's that? It's prevent from COVID. Immunity boosters. It's prevent from COVID. It's not attacked uh, when you take the booster. It's not return yeah. back from. Your yeah, body will not attack. Yeah, it doesn't prevent you from getting it. Uh, okay. Uh, just some, like the some people just like the just like the flu shot. I'm sure you I'm sure down in India, you know, maybe what part of India, whatever like that, maybe you heard of the flu. We get the flu shot, uh, it doesn't stop the flu. What it does uh -huh. is reduces the symptoms. Uh -huh, reduce the symptoms, so I know that. Uh, some right. people saying that if you take double shots, uh, the COVID uh, will come back. Uh, uh, how it's possible if you take double shots? It doesn't matter. It, it uh -huh. doesn't matter. How can we prevent that uh, the COVID will be end? I uh, mean, uh, if you, the body could not catch 
uh, how we pretend that uh, the covid we return not you guys one second trucker my voice is breaking trucker one second yeah i don't know how to answer that question i really don't oh uh, no we have um thank you bobby for liking the show um you know uh i know things you know in england you know uh cases started to rise with the omicron um uh, you know of course here in north america you know in the united states you know seeing you know over 270,000 cases a day you know and you know ladies and gentlemen i don't know how many times i got to say this i really don't know you know that you know <laughs> We're in this together and it's going to take us to get out of it. And of course we don't have everybody on board and that was to be expected. If you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. And like I said, time has run out. Time has run out for people who are hesitant about getting the vaccine. Time's up. The clock has stopped ticking. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that last question. I, I really don't know how to answer it. Uh, someone is disturbing me. Just uh, my brother, small, my, my, my small brother is uh, disturbing me. That's why I'm put at mute. Uh, there is no end for uh, COVID in the lifetime. Is there any possible? Only if vaccination is getting is the man. Uh... Oh, I lost the caller, but yeah, I <clears throat> I don't know how to answer that. I, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, if he's asking me when it's going to end, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I really don't. You know, this entire winter, you know, is going to be tough. It's just, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough on a lot of people. It's going to be tough on a lot of families. You know, well, you know, the common cold is part of a coronavirus. The flu is a a coronavirus. We know this. You know, at the end of the day, maybe, possibly, this is just something that we're going to have to live with. Maybe this is just going to just be something that, you know, it's going to be like the flu. It's going to come and go. And maybe it's just something that we'll just have to be vaccinated for, like we get vaccinations for the flu. I don't know. It seems when we when we're thinking when we're thinking that, you know, we're not going to get hit with another variant. You know, we were once just dealing with the Delta variant. You know, back in in the summertime, you know, 
just here in the province of Ontario, Canada, we're only seeing a couple hundred cases. That's the Delta variant. And then we get hit with another, uh, another one. Apparently, this, this, this Omicron has something like 36 different types of, uh, of uh, uh, mutations. So what else is going to come out of this? I don't know. I have no idea. And it is spreading faster than what we've seen. Well, yeah, yeah, SARS has been, you know, you know, um, we've had uh, MERS, SARS, (coughs) excuse me. So, in a way, you know, over the, over these, you know, I guess we could say two years now, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not surprised anymore. I'm just not. We didn't see this coming. And it's spreading faster then you can count to 10. Even in the sports, you know, if, if you, you know, it, it's gone through the football, it's gone through the basketball, it's gone through the hockey. You know, it's <laughs> there's just so many things that this is just, you know, just put a damper on everyone's life. It's just it's just turned everybody's lives upside down. It's almost that we don't even know which way to turn anymore. Now, I expected the government to do something. You know, because usually when the government comes out and makes an announcement about restrictions, it's generally that we go back into lockdown, stay at home orders, close all non-essential businesses. You could have easily done that today but he said three weeks ago three weeks ago the premier of ontario said that he will not close businesses it doesn't work
shuttered indoor dining doesn't mean the business is closed. And any other recreational, indoor recreational, is also shuttered as well. The, the personal care services like getting your hair cut, they can still open. You're going to have to make it an appointment to get it now because you're not just going to be able to just walk in and get a haircut. They're only allowed so many people. So if you're a good cutting, if you're good at cutting your own hair, well, <laughs> be my guest. You know, for me, I mean, I got nothing up top anyway, so that's easy for me to grab the clippers and just buzz off whatever's left. <laughs> I can do it myself in a matter of five minutes. Done. Now, you know, even when it when it when it comes to when it comes to surgeries. You know, all the non-emergency service, uh, emergent and non-urgent surgeries, procedures in order to preserve the critical care for the human resources capacity. <clears throat> you know, I mean, of course, if it's an urgent surgery, open heart surgery, bypass surgery, you know, emergency surgeries like that. Yeah, that's going to that's going to carry on. But everything else. People who've been waiting for, you know, the non-emergent and the non-urgent surgeries are going to have to wait much longer. They have a backlog of that now. Never mind what's going on through all the shutdowns that we've done over the course of this pandemic. The backlog is enormous for non-urgent and non-emergency surgeries. And that's another thing, you know, like I talked about earlier at the beginning of the show, you know, decades and decades. And the health ministers doing all the hacking and slashing on our healthcare system. And it's no wonder we don't have the capacity. It doesn't take much to overrun the healthcare system here in Ontario, Canada, the largest province in this country. You know, the only province in this country is Alberta that didn't close their schools. Out of 10 provinces and three territories, they didn't, Alberta didn't close their schools. And they have a high case count. Online learning has been difficult for a lot of children. 
And a lot of children probably are not going to do it. It's not surprising. It's going to be tough on parents. It's going to be tough on parents, two parents that work from home. It's going to still be tough on them because, you know, they got to they got to share the responsibility. That's what a marriage is, right? You have to share the responsibilities. And I was reading a bit of an article before I came on here and that, you know, parents working from home, you know, say this is going to be tough. What about the single parent? What about the single parent with two, three kids? How tough do you think that is going to be? Now that parent has a job. Well, guess what? Now that single parent can't go to work. You know, unfortunately, with human beings, we get, we have, we got to find something to complain about, right? I mean, a two-parent family. If I mean you find that difficult, then you got a problem. You share the responsibility as being adults. See, mine are growing up. I have grandchildren. School-aged grandchildren. Who has struggled like the rest of them out there with this online learning. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, there's a lot more things worse off, a lot more people worse off than, you know, we're trying to deal with, with online learning. People are worse off than you. People who are homeless living on the streets. I mean, can it get any worse for them? You don't think this affects them? I'm sure in the hell it does. Now, with these restrictions in place for 21 days, Whether that will be, you know, extended has to remain to be seen. I expect, I expect that these cases throughout the month of January are just going to keep increasing. And like I said, I mean, we're seeing approximately 17,000 cases a day to 18,000 cases a day, but you can double that. You can double that because we can't even keep up with the testing. The general public is not going to get tested for COVID. Only the people that work in the healthcare 
will be tested for COVID. And like I said, if you got a headache, you got a fever, you got a cough, you got a runny nose, you have the chills, the aches, chalk it up as COVID. Get a rapid testing kit. Test yourself. You know, with when it comes to business owners like the restaurants and, and, and things like that, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, you know, the, the, the non-essential businesses, you know, I mean, they've really taken, you know, a really hard hit over these last couple of years, you know, from being shut down completely to being only allowed so many people indoors and then being shut down completely. It's a song and dance. It just goes on and on. It's a, it's a tough call. You know, it really is. You know. It's a tough job to be in charge of a province or a state. It's a tough job to, to make these sort of decisions. I would, me personally, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. You know, they're not, they're not enjoying this. This is not a game to them. These are elected officials that we have put into office. To make decisions. This is this is this is a, a a really a test of time for them. Because elections come and go, and so do politicians. We can vote them out of office because we don't like what they do. These decisions that they're making today is no fault of their own. You know, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're talking to the healthcare professionals. They're talking to the disease and infection doctors. And it's the, it's the doctors that make these recommendations. Then it's up to the government of what recommendations they made to put into law.
Now, like I said earlier, I mean, the government could have come out on national television today and said, look, you know, the cases are mounting. It's really serious. And they could have easily all went all the way back to stage one. And that's a complete shutdown. You know, stage two really isn't, you know, it's not that much better. It is better than a total shutdown. And that's why the government, the federal government, even comes out and says, you know what? We have a travel advisory. And we've had this travel advisory for two years. And yet people take off to other countries. We have rules to come back, even for Canadians. We have to take that PCR test 72 hours prior to the flight. You have to pay for that test. You have to be fully vaccinated. You have to test negative. And you have to put all this information on the Canada Arrive app in order to return. And then you have to take another test when you come back. You have to pay for it. This bounce from a couple hundred dollars to, depending on how many people are flying with you in the family, it could be a thousand dollars just for the PCR test. Never mind if your flight gets canceled because they don't have enough staff. The airlines don't have enough staff, so it doesn't, you know, if it gets canceled and, and, and the flights are delayed or whatever the case may be, well, you're shit out of luck. Look what happened over the Christmas holidays in the United States. Of all the cancellations on flights. And what do they do? They just bitch and complain about it. Even your own government told you you have a travel advisory. Travel only if it's necessary. You know, it's almost almost like the Americans don't think people, we don't watch the news from around the world. We know exactly what is going on in the United States. We probably know as more what's going on in the United States than the American people. I mean, for Christ's sake, Christ's sake, give your head a shake. You know, never mind this freedom and liberties bullshit. It is something that is just something that you take for granted. And you think that it's written in stone. You think it's carved in stone, your liberties and freedoms. You need to give your head a shake about that.
in a democracy such as Canada, the United States, Britain, England. And I've said this before. Your government has a sworn duty to protect their citizens. Here in Canada, we have the Federal Emergency Act, once known as the War Act. Here in every single province of Canada and territories, we have the Provincial Emergency Act. Which part of it says the government is to protect you from natural disasters and things like viruses. And what is law, what is legal for what the government does. You can go out there and have all the protests you want. Don't worry. You know, we've seen it around the world. And we've seen the protests break out into violence. When has violence ever solved anything? Never has. Never solved a goddamn thing. What I see is just a bunch of idiots. That's all I see. You just make an ass of yourself. You take your freedoms and liberties for granted. It's absolutely ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. So are the anti-vaxxers. You need to give your freaking head a shake. Honest to God. I get tired of people like the anti-vaxxers. I'm just so, I'm just so sick and tired of you. Sick and tired of people that think that the, the, these rules and regulations don't apply to them. You know, because, you know, I will not feel sorry for you. I will not. I won't even give you the time of day. I'm fed up. So all the other millions of people out there who stepped up and done the right thing and is doing the right thing, 
I mean, for the anti-vaxxers out there, I mean, you want to keep just making an ass of yourself, go right ahead. I don't care. I really don't. It's not going to change a goddamn thing. Nothing. You can have your tantrums all you want. It's not going to change a damn thing. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, with these restrictions put in place for the next 21 days, I hope that's all it is, is 21 days. And I'm not going to hold my breath. Just not. I'm thinking that it's probably going to last for the rest of the month of January. And like I said, for the people out there, I haven't decided on whether or not they want to get the vaccine. Well, your time's up. It's when I stop starting feeling sorry for you. You're grown-ups. Supposed to be grown-ups. Right? Supposed to be an adult. Act like one. With being an adult, because... Brings responsibility. And for those out there want to still act like a child, lay down on the ground, kick your feet, holler and scream. It's time to grow the hell up. Well, thank you for joining me this evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is 12.24 a.m. here in Ontario, Canada. And for those who have stayed up from around the world, I thank you for joining me. Take care and be safe. And thank you.